In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we welcome you to the All Souls Sermon Podcast. In the name of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Who or what is God? It's Trinity Sunday, after all, and Pearl is especially excited about her baptism. (laughs) Each Trinity Sunday, our readings often include explicit references to God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost, with the implicit challenge for the clergy to try and explain the triune God. This is part of the reason we often assign this sermon to seminarians and curates. Personally, I'm going to choose to avoid all of the random analogies that get used to try and explain the Trinity because they all fall apart at some point. Instead, I'm going to allow our reading from Revelation to give us a glimpse of God and his character. This addresses a more basic need, in my opinion, because whether you are in the midst of a time of personal darkness and grief, or if you are enjoying the many and various joys and pleasures of life, we all can use a good reminder of God and his transcendent nature. Hearing who he is and what he is beckons us both out of the darkest prisons and away from the fleeting pleasures toward a more lasting hope and joy that can hardly be imagined or described. In our reading from the fourth chapter of John's Revelation, We have an image and a glimpse of God on his throne in heaven. As the passage begins, we see a door being opened into heaven, from which a voice like a trumpet calls unto John and says, Come up and see. The voice he hears is most likely that of Christ, the one like a son of man whom John has already encountered in the first chapter of Revelation. For it is indeed Christ who opens the door to heaven to you and to me and to all people. And through John, his servant, he invites us all to come up to heaven and see. The focal point of this vision is a particular throne and the one who is seated upon it. Surely this is the presence of God, likely God the Father. We get no description of any face or any other features of a man. Rather, John can say that to look upon this being is like looking upon radiant gemstones. The blue or green of jasper, reminiscent of water and of God's life-giving and sustaining nature. The sardine stone has nothing to do with little fish, but rather is a fiery red gemstone, elsewhere called carnelian which may remind us from Deuteronomy that God is said to be a consuming fire and a jealous God. Even the throne itself is enclosed by an arc of color that John can only describe sort of like a rainbow, but looking like an emerald. The Father and his throne is radiant and precious. It can hardly even be imagined or looked upon. And on it is the one who has authority over life and over judgment. He is central to the scene in heaven and also to our daily life and faith. 
we ourselves put our hope and trust in him to sustain life and to judge rightly, both now and forever. John briefly turns our gaze away from the throne to 24 elders who themselves are seated on thrones. Being two sets of twelve, many of the church fathers understand these twenty-four to be the heads of the twelve tribes of Israel and the twelve apostles, representing then the people of God in both the Old and New Testament. These are elders or presbyters, and they reign with God, as noted by their seating on thrones and the golden crowns which are upon their head. Their white raiment indicates purity and a close walk with God in righteousness. But our eyes are not far from the throne. John at once diverts our attention back to the throne from which lightning and thunder and other rumblings or voices are heard. These sounds are frequently associated with other theophanies or revelations of God throughout the scriptures. They indicate God's power both over and through his creation. It also sets in as being terrifying and hard or dangerous to approach to. God is transcendent. He is not one of us. He is not like us. And we need that to be true. John's attention once again diverts from this throne to the area in front of it where he says here are seven lamps which are the seven spirits of God. The early church commonly understood this seven-fold spirit to be the fullness of the Holy Spirit. And it may even import into the understanding of the spirits in Isaiah chapter 11, where we read of the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of might, of knowledge, and of the fear of the Lord. Seven spirits. This fulsome Holy Spirit is the agent by which God, often through us, his church, primarily interacts with the world. This spirit is present before the Father's throne in heaven. This is perhaps a natural listing of the spirit in conjunction within the sea of glass that looks like crystal. The early church is almost unanimous in understanding the sea to be the waters of baptism, crystal clear, pure, cleansing, the waters by which we enter the church and by which also we must enter into heaven, in which waters we receive God's Holy Spirit. By passing through that water, the gift of God and a sign of his grace towards you and me a sign that we will get to see and celebrate here shortly. Once again, our attention is drawn back to the central throne and to the presence of four beasts around the throne. They are over the throne, through the throne, and around the throne, depending on how you want to translate John. And these strange creatures have six wings and eyes in front and behind, and they match a general description of a vision in Ezekiel chapter 1. These creatures have four different faces, one like a lion, one like a calf, one like a man, and one like an eagle. In the second century, the church fathers started assigning these angelic figures 
to represent the four Gospels. There's some diversion between when Irenaeus does so and when Augustine later does so, and accords the lion as the Gospel of Matthew, wherein he proclaims the kingdom of God and Jesus as king. The calf represents the priestly sacrificial system, an aspect of Christ brought about especially by Luke. Mark's very straightforward gospel gets the symbol of man. And John's high and lofty gospel, which focuses solely and purely on Christ, with eagle-sharp eyes, bears that image. The gospels present Jesus, who is the most clear revelation of God to the entire world, Through the church, the gospels, like these beasts, never sleep. They go forth into all the world, wherein the word of God, Christ, pierces and looks into every human heart and soul. As these beasts bear witness, as the gospel bears witness and directs our honor, glory, and praise to God, we see the elders join in this heavenly worship, proclaiming, Holy is our God. The crowns of the elders are laid at God's feet, recognizing that their authority and all that they have belong to God and are from him. God, the creator, is alone worthy to receive glory, honor, and power, and all of creation worships him, beckoning us to do the same. John has presented us then with a scene of God in heaven. Christ, who has opened the door and invites us to come. The Father's radiant beauty and his life-giving essence mixed with his role as judge and the terrifying, transcendent power of his being. We witness the Spirit of God in the midst and enabling the various ministries of God. We see all creation worshiping before the throne, worshiping the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. This image of God is sure and is fixed provides hope and light when we are in darkness, and even in our most precious and joyous moments, it beckons us to realize that those moments here on earth pale in comparison of knowing God and what we will experience in heaven. So my prayer for you today is that God would strengthen you and enable you by his spirit to see his beauty and his radiance and his gift invitation beckoning us to him, that he would enable you to worship and rejoice in the gift of your salvation, all bought and paid for through the sacrifice of Christ. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of All Souls Episcopal Church. For service times and more information, go to allsoulsokc.com. God be with you.